and he scores! Oh, what a play by Travis Konechny! Bounces to the line, kept in, Katerian, he scores! Can you believe it? Sean Katerian! Welcome to another edition of Flyer Buzz, here on Flyers Radio 24-7. Here's Brian Smith and Bill Melzer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Flyer Buzz NHL 19 Draft Edition here on Flyers Radio 24-7 and PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. I'm Brian Smith along with Bill Meltzer here in Vancouver where the NHL Draft has just reached its conclusion after seven rounds and uh, most of a day and a half or so. They do the first round on Friday night and rounds two through seven and about the same amount of time on Saturday. So uh, lots of... uh, you know, players moving around, lots of exchanges of picks, especially in the second round, and the Flyers got in on that action, and we will uh, get to all that here in just a moment. We'll start first, though, with the uh, action yesterday for the Philadelphia Flyers, who came into the draft with the 11th overall pick and uh, were able to uh, move down and still get the guy that they wanted in uh, in Cam York. And, uh, Bill, that was a situation, it sounds like, where the Flyers had some guys in mind, and as it became apparent that they would be able to get at least one of them, they took the opportunity to get back into the second round. They didn't have a second round pick uh, as of uh, just the other day when they uh, gave it up in the trade that brought Justin Braun to, San- to uh, Philadelphia from San Jose. So they were able to get back into that round, and uh, you know they still got the guy they wanted. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yesterday, Chuck Fletcher had said that when they got to the tenth pick, the tenth pick was made, and the Flyers were about to pick at eleventh that uh, three guys who were still in their organizational rankings in the top ten were still on the board. Um, so they figured they're almost certain to get at least one of those guys if they move down and also get a second-round pick out of it. Um, you know, when you get to, when you get to uh, that kind of spot in the draft, you know, you're, you're probably looking at players at a couple different positions. You know, you, you need all the elements that those guys bring. Um, so it's really, in some cases, a little bit of apples to oranges. But... You know, they, the Flyers weren't going to take Spencer Knight, um, you know, the, the goaltending prospect. So, you know, and there was a lot of uh, a lot of speculation heading into the draft that Florida might be the team that, that takes him. Um, and then that actually ended up being the case. So that, um, you know, it figured to be a, a very good chance that at least one of the guys would still be there. I, I think that one of the other three was, was a forward, um, possibly Matthew Boldy. That, that would make some sense. Um, but... Uh, you know, when when I did the uh, the mock draft for the Flyers website, I had Cam York as the second defenseman on the board. Um, very, he was the number one defenseman on, on that outstanding U.S. National Development team. Played a ton of minutes in all all situations. Actually, set a uh, a point scoring record among defensemen for that U.S. National team. Um, you know, he's a power play quarterback upside. Um, really, really sound in his own end of the ice. The only thing he's not as big. If, if he would have been, you know, the, the same exact player on, on a six-two frame, then you then you're not getting him, eleventh or fourteenth. He's sure. going in the top ten. Um, so that's really, you know, and in this day and age, there's so many smaller defensemen that, that right. have been been successful at the NHL level. That's not even really a concern at this point. Um, you know, he's headed for University of Michigan, a very solid program. It would not shock me. If a year from now he, he goes the Joel Farabee route and he's playing possibly even for the Phantoms because you could slide his contract. But we'll see how he develops over over the next year or so. But in terms of all-around skill, high upside, possible top three defensemen in the league, I, I think that York has all those elements to him. 
And then we went into the uh, second round early this morning when the Flyers made that trade. They were able to get that 45th overall pick, which I believe was the 13th pick in the second round. And the first thing they did when they got here this morning was they were able to move up into the 34th overall pick, which was the third pick of the second round. The Flyers had two third-round picks coming into the draft, and they packaged uh, one of those third-round picks with that 45th overall and sent it to Nashville, uh, which had just traded P.K. Subban, so I'm not sure they even... uh, you know, we're, uh, we're just like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, they're one of those deals. But uh, they um, were able to get up to that third overall spot in the second round. And they used to have to pick Bobby Brink, a guy from uh, another American from the uh, USHL and brief appearance in the national team development program and a, a guy that a lot of folks had projected to be a potential first-round pick yesterday, wasn't picked, but the Flyers wasted no time in taking him at number 34. Yeah, and uh, that's a guy that, um, you know, as you said, a lot of, a lot of uh, sources had projected him as being a guy who would go probably in the latter one third of the of the of the first round. Um, you know, one one source had him at the highest fifteenth. Craig Button had him twentieth. Um, what you can say about him? He's he's, he's an outstanding offensive player. Um, you know, he, he's kind of in the same mold as a, as a Cole Caulfield or a uh, an Alex DeBrincat. Um, you know, I guess the obvious comparison is going to be to, to Caulfield just because he was a guy that whose name was so prominent in the first round. Uh, Caulfield's more of a pure goal scorer. Uh, I would say that uh, Brink, although, he, although he's a good finisher, is probably a little bit more of a playmaker than, than Caulfield is. Um, you know, both are both quite small, both very competitive guys. Actually, uh, Brink is competitive in that kind of Danny Briere sense of being competitive. Uh, he's not going to let himself get pushed around by, by bigger players. Um, and, you know, he's going to the University of Denver, very, very solid collegiate program. Biggest thing with him, I mean, you know, there, there are some concerns to hear about, about his skating, being a, being a small guy who's not a blazing fast skater. Um, a lot of it just has to do with getting, getting a little bit stronger. Um, he's very good in his edges, good going east to west. You know, some of his, his straight line explosiveness, that, that's something that as he – gets a little bit older and matures a little bit, could come around. No question the offensive game, a very, very high offensive upside. Then moving on to the third round, Flyers again had two third-round picks. They gave up one of them to move up uh, into that top range of the second round, so their third-round selection uh, was used on another defenseman, Ronnie Attard, who comes out of the uh, Tri-City Storm of the United States Hockey League, uh, another guy that's got an offensive upside on the blue line and another player that uh, – the, the early rumblings are uh, could have gone a lot earlier in this draft than he did, so the Flyers may have grabbed a steal there as well. Yeah, I mean, a bit of a bit of a divisive prospect. Uh, those who like him really like him. Uh, big framed defenseman, right-handed shot, put up huge numbers this year in the USHL. Um, you know, he, he he has to. I mean, he has to work on various things. Has to work on his skating. Um, you know, has to has to refine elements of his game. I mean, he he likes to rove around the ice. He's very aggressive. Um, and has, has has you know has a bit of a mean streak. So you have you have a big right shooting defenseman with an offensive game, heavy shot, and, and likes to engage physically. You know you you have you have some elements that you can work with there. And I mean he's going. He's a bit of a late bloomer. He's already 20 years old. So he's going to go. You know, he'll go play at the collegiate level this year. Um, I believe Western Michigan. And um, he's, uh, you know, there, there's, there's some elements to work with. And once you're getting into all these picks, you're talking about you're drafting players who have a, a couple of exceptional attributes, and you hope those attributes, you know, are, are project as a, a pro-level player and some of the other aspects come around too. Some do, some don't. 
He'll go to Western Michigan University. He'll play with Wade Allison, another uh, blue-chip defensive prospect the Flyers drafted in the second round a couple of years ago and is uh, still with the Broncos there. So uh, Flyers fans will look to pay close attention to Western Michigan University uh, coming up this fall. Fourth-round Flyers uh, stayed uh, in uh, the uh, general uh, area but uh, went north of the border to the Ontario Hockey League where they picked up Mason Millman, who is not technically north of the border. It is Saginaw, Michigan. So, again, same overall area but uh, uh, playing in the OHL there for the Saginaw Spirit. Uh, and uh, another defenseman, uh, 6'1", 176 pounds. Uh, this guy um, appears to be more of on the defensive side of the puck, but uh, a guy that uh, Rick Pracy in particular on the Flyers scouting staff was very high on, and the uh, Flyers uh, elected to, to go with him at that spot. Yeah, and he's uh, that, that's a guy who, you know, you're, you're picking a guy who has a pretty big frame and is a very good skater. Um, he has some puck moving upside to his game, solid on the defensive side. Um, really came along very nicely this year in, in the Ontario League. I uh, saw him play a little bit um, in, the, in the Ontario League playoffs. And, um, you know, that, that, that's a kid who, who finished the year uh, the right way. He trended, he trended in the right direction. I think he's going to play a lot of minutes next season in the Ontario League. And, uh, you know, you, you go from there. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it, he, ha- he has some elements that you would look at as being, okay, as the, the framework to build up possibly to be a pro player. And then the Flyers did not have any fifth-round picks. They uh, gave up their fifth-round pick to, to acquire uh, the, uh, the negotiating rights to Kevin Hayes from the Winnipeg Jets earlier on this uh, month, and that was a successful move, as we saw earlier this week. So uh, they did not pick in the fifth round. Two picks in the sixth, one in the seventh. Uh, what, what do you know about these guys that the Flyers were able to grab here at the tail end of this draft? Yeah, and, and once you get to those late rounds, you know, you're you're really drafting again for usually one thing particularly. You know, they have one outstanding element. Uh, Serjuk, the, the the Russian kid they drafted out of the Quebec League, he actually led all rookie scorers in the Quebec League in scoring this year. Um, quick shot release, finds finds the open areas. Uh, a lot of other areas of, of his game need considerable work. But, I mean, if you, you know, you, you get a play with some offensive upside, other things come around you, you never know what can happen. But it's, uh, you know, again, again a pick who, uh, you know, you're, you're looking at a kid with some skills. And then the Flyers did actually uh, pick up a goaltender in this draft, and they, they knew they weren't going to take Spencer Knight, and, uh, you know, with, with good reason. But they did uh, add one more prospect to their goaltending pipeline out of uh, the uh, Western Hockey League, Seattle Thunderbirds, not too far from here in Vancouver. Uh, Roddy Ross, a guy that uh, the uh, Flyers' Western scout Mark Gregg and their goal development coach Brady Robinson uh, both really liked. Right, and uh, yeah, this is a case where you, you had a little bit of little bit of an older kid, a late bloomer, uh, came out of the junior A level midseason this year. Uh, went to Seattle, uh, actually took over the starting job there and ran with it. He did, he did a really nice job. Um, big frame goalie, um, about six foot four. Took him a little bit of time to grow into his body. He's athletic. Um, there, there's some framework to work with with him, and that's you know that's what you look for, like a big raw athletic goalie. And goalies, as as we all know, are are, are the most unpredictable position to uh, to track development. So you know um, there will be a couple of years to evaluate him um, moving forward. But he took a nice step up this past season. And with their final selection, the Flyers selected a guy out of uh, Brent Flair's backyard uh, when they were with uh, when he and Chuck Fletcher were with the Minnesota Wild. Bryce Brodzinski out of Blaine High School in Minnesota, which might be the top 
regular high school hockey program in the country. Uh, yeah. Not, not, of course, not including the boarding prep schools, schools, prep yeah. schools, what, whatever. Uh, this is just a, a regular old high school in Minnesota. I've been there, and they have a very large trophy case full of hockey trophies. Uh, but uh, he was a, a, a local guy there that um, uh, actually played youth hockey with uh, one of Minnesota's assistant coaches right. when Brent was working there for the Wild, and you know that's how he got on his radar. And and you know some 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 gaudy statistics at the high school level as they tend to have, and uh, looks to be moving on now to the USHL. And uh, well, he actually, yeah, he's actually also another collegiate bound player. Um, come come next season, he had a he, he averaged almost a point a game in the in the USHL. I think not, not seventeen points in nineteen games. Yeah, I after, misspoke. It's, yeah. at some point this past season, he moved yeah, on to right. the USHL. Right, yeah, he did. He, because he was so dominant at the. He was originally supposed to spend the whole season at the high school level. Um, but he put up such huge numbers. Uh, he was actually he was actually this year's Mr. Hockey winner in Minnesota, which which is the award, of course, that goes to the Ryan top. Ryan Petoni run that won that award. Yeah, if I'm did. not mistaken, Flyers have had a couple day, of them yeah. in, in the system. Um, Trent Clatt way back when was a was a Mr. Hockey winner as well. Um, you know, there there are some family ties there. Uh, mm-hmm. His brother Johnny. Uh, some people might recognize the name play for the LA Kings. Kind of bounce back and forth between the NHL and uh, the Ontario Reign, their AHL team. Yeah, uh, and his dad is actually a Philly native. Um, oh, really? Went, yeah, and he, he went and he played um, collegiate hockey, I believe, at St. Cloud State. He played a little bit in the mm-hmm. uh, the old International Hockey League. So the, he comes from a hockey family. Um, big, thick frame kid. Um, you know, he said he put up the huge offensive numbers this year. You know, uh, when you're taking a kid that late there's going to be yeah. usually be one or two things that, that you know need a lot of work well his play without the puck needs work uh his skating needs work but you know the numbers are there and at the very least he could be a collegiate player who who gives you some offensive depth in your system 76 points in 23 games yep. Big uh, for blaine high school this year that's why he decided to move on to the ushl uh midstream so uh right after that the flyers exercised their third annual trading of a seventh-round pick to the Montreal Canadiens for Montreal's pick next year. Um, you know, I, I think we might be uh, we might want to print T-shirts. I don't know. You know we should uh, celebrate this somehow. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, it uh, happened again. So the Flyers will get a second seventh-rounder next year as opposed to exercising it this year. So give this draft, uh, give this draft an evaluation overall. Flyers come away with seven players. Uh, including two guys in the top 35, which is uh, pretty good considering uh, that they arrived here with the 11th and nothing else until the uh, the third round, and appear to have uh, gotten some guys that uh, you know have a good bit of promise uh, heading uh, heading on here. Yeah, and uh, you know it's way too early to assign any kind of a letter grade to to a draft, um, but I think you look at what the Flyers did in rounds one and two. They got they got two first round caliber picks. Uh, you know, a defenseman who could be a, a top three, top four defenseman. But I think, you know, I think top three uh, with some offensive upside to his game. Um, you got a second, you know, in the second round, you got another first round caliber pick. They they got some skill guys on the draft. They got some guys who can, who can put the puck in the net. They, they added some depth to the farm system in terms of the blue line. And, you know, every year it's never a bad idea to, to take a goalie. So they, they got that, too. I, I think if you look at the draft, it's kind of how you, you, know, you, you map out a draft every year. Some, sometimes things don't work out quite the way you wanted. Um, you know, and, and if you end up with a couple of guys out of a draft who, who, play, who play in the NHL and then a few more who maybe help out your American League team, might be a call-up guy at some point, you've had a, 
you have know, had a really strong draft. So I think that you have the, the makings of that, and only time will tell, obviously, how many of those guys work out. So the next thing up for the Flyers is development camp. It starts on Tuesday at Virtuous Center Flyers Skate Zone in Voorhees. We will have full schedules for you coming up uh, very soon on PhiladelphiaFlyers.com, so keep an eye out for that. We can tell you that we know there's going to be ice in the morning, and there will be ice in the uh, mid to late afternoon. Uh, for those of you who'd like to come out and watch the on-ice sessions. So uh, we do have that uh, pretty much set in stone. There's also a couple of scrimmages on the docket for next Friday and Saturday evening, uh, the annual three-on-three tournament, and then they'll do a five-on-five scrimmage night as well on Saturday. So we'll have details on all that coming up, but all those on-ice sessions, as always, will be open to the public, and uh, this should be a very fun week to watch uh, some of the guys the Flyers have just brought in and see what some of the other guys that have been here for a while are doing. Yeah, and then this, is, this is where you want to see some of the guys who've been in the system for a couple of years really take a little bit of a leadership role at camp. You know, you look for the guys like like Morgan Frost and and Joel Farabee and Isaac Ratcliffe who've been, uh, you know, have been to the camp before. You know, you you want to see them kind of take take a little bit of leadership, take some of the the players adjusting the system under their wing. Um, you know, it, you never want players to peak in July. You know, it's it's not really what that's all about. But I, you know, but you do get a look at, at some of the skills they have, and and it's just it's it's a fun week. It's always a fun week. So we'll have coverage for you throughout the week on PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. Bill will be there. I will be there as well. And we will do uh, probably another uh, one or two podcasts during that camp just to tell you a little bit about what's going on. And then next thing you know, it's time to sign some free agents uh, next uh, or a week from, what is it, Monday? A week from Monday, yeah, on July uh, 1st. free agency will open on July 1st. So a lot still to come here. Draft is done, but we've got some more action coming up here over the next couple of weeks. And we hope you will keep it with us for that. For Bill Meltzer, I'm Brian Smith. Thanks again for joining us here on Flyer Buzz at PhiladelphiaFlyers.com and Flyers Radio 24-7. The preceding program is an original production of Flyers Radio 24-7. You can find this and other programs available on demand at FlyersRadio247.com.